6.5k total plays. That's Yay. cool. Yes. K plays. We love it. So that's what we're celebrating. Hi, this is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. And today we're celebrating 6.5 listens. Woohoo! 6.5 thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six people. Thanks. We'd be celebrating regardless. 6.5K total plays. Woo. And we have nice champagne that Sarah brought. So cheers, cheers. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like I told her, it's not cooks. We're okay. It tastes fine. It's good. It's not super sweet. I can tell I'm not going to have a headache in a little bit. Aaron, That's true. I don't know about you, but. Oh my goodness. I will not. Headaches? Hmm. Only if she has like two pictures of them, but you know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> That tends to. It's a good thing I didn't pick up any. Yeah, good thing I didn't pick up any orange juice. We'd this be, would be game changer. We'd be up. I almost brought raspberries, but then I dipped them in chocolate earlier and ate them. So I'm so sorry. That sounds like the better option. I had a real hankering. You could have shared with us. I had no self control. I get it. It's raspberries <laughs> and chocolate. You had the Ghirardelli raspberry chocolate. Girl. Ooh. Oh wait, like the dark chocolate with the insides? It's like yeah, like yeah. Jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like jam. Mm. It's not even like yeah. It's like a sh- it's like a sweet jam. Literally everything we say, I feel like we only buy the most expensive chocolate. I can't wait to post a picture of our champagne glasses that we're drinking out of. Shout out to My uh oh. sister's friend Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. Bought them for her for the house. Like literally, I've never felt more bougie in my entire life. They're pretty fun. This is the most <laughs> blinged out thing I've I think I've ever used, ever or touched. Oh, yeah. Well, I did have a BB t-shirt when I was little. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember those things? Oh yeah. It was way too small for me, but I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it off. Ooh. I always read it the way that Moira Rose says baby, like bebe. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, and then someone, I, I said it. Thank God, one of my like I was friends with a popular girl who like really wore those all the time, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a cool bebe shirt." And she was like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "Oh Ooh. no!" And she was like, "Just so you know, it's BB. I'm not gonna remind you again." And I was like, <gasps> "Oh my gosh!" But like, not like don't fuck up in front of other people, yeah. kind of a way. Like, and I was like, "Embarrass me." I was like, mm-hmm. "You're gonna okay. So I now just make a bunch of videos like, "Bebe, bebe." <laughs> okay. Anyways, um. Uh, well, at, like, like normal, uh, when it's my turn for a game, I usually forget. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Life happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last game we played was, like I said, probably the last bit of my brain cells on creativity for a while when it comes to games. That was the rubber bands and zip ties. It was out of the box. It was. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, but today, since we, I was thinking on the fly and I heard there would be some celebration juice. Uh, we play, we're playing a drinking game. Hey. We're playing Blow. Woohoo. I don't know if, I don't think we've played this Mm-mm. for the, okay, so. No, we've not. Um, shout out to our friend Carly, who, uh, <coughs> sucks at this game. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to our friend Brooke's mom, who is the best at this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what you do is you put a stack of cards, a, a stack, a deck of cards on top of a bottle, like, a drink vodka bottle or a full wine bottle whatever you choose a flat top and then you take turns gently blowing the cards off the if the whole stack falls if the last card falls then you are out um and you have to drink every time a face card so jack queen ace king i don't know why i said that out of order is up <laughs> take a sip so uh we're gonna play that and we'll be right back 
So I am first. This is me, Sarah, with the one on my forehead. I'm number two. I'm number three. Oh, my name was Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope they know. Yeah, by now. Yeah. Yep, we played Blow. Wow. Wow. Oh, and to be fair, to make it a little more sinister, we played them with Aaron's um, serial killer deck of cards. Yep. So, yep. we kept it on brand. Saw some Gary Ridgway. Mm -hmm. Some other guy we didn't some know. Some other guy that I've never heard of. <laughs> I think he's new. He's in most of He's new to the group. His face was very chubby. Um, he had a mustache I that was not very him. good. I would swipe left. Yeah. We woohoo. Like, is there? Hard I know left. there's like a super like. Is there a super dislike? It'd be that one. We'll call it the Gary Ridgeway. <laughs> um, okay, so I have... What are you going to do, Gary? Um, I have a riddle for you. Oh, oh. What do Rebecca Schaefer, John Lennon, and Christina Grimey all have in common? Yes. Who is the first person you said? Yeah. She was in a series of like um, television shows in the early 2000s. What's her, can you say her name again? Rebecca Schaefer. And John Lennon? Mm-hmm. And Christina Grimey. Christina Grimey. Rebecca Schaefer may have been in the 90s, actually. I'm sorry. She was like a big I, deal. I don't know two of these three people. Okay. I don't either. They all saw therapists. Okay. They all wore glasses. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Um, oh they were God. all killed by their fans. So John Lennon, oh. yeah, take a drink for that one. Oh. John Lennon was shot by a formerly obsessed fan turned obsessed oh. critic due to hypocritic. Hyp oh Jesus! I knew I practiced this. When it's like you're a hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocritical, hypocritical lyrics. <laughs> oh my! I have a degree in not <laughs> words. Christina Grimey um, was a big name thanks to the show The Voice. She oh. took third. Yeah. Oh, okay. I the know. Voice. I know who you're talking this about. This is new. Now. That's recent. Then. She's recent. In 2016, she was Th that was really sad. Yeah. Autographs after a show when an obsessive fan shot her in front of other fans. Mm-hmm. Where were? Where have I been? Where was I? I don't think I looked at the news when you were in school. Like when you were in yeah. college. Yeah. I was I'm... pretty wrapped up in my own little world. I didn't think That's I really so... looked. Okay. Wow. Okay. And then Rebecca Schaefer. She was stalked and murdered after a fan fell in love with her, found her apartment, and shot her. So the case of Rebecca, or the murder of Rebecca Schaefer, has had, like, really big legal impacts. That's why I thought maybe you guys would have heard of it. Um, I, think, I think I remember. Another podcast covered her okay. case before. Okay, that's what it is. Yep, 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 yep. When you said apartment, that's when I was like, wait. Yes. Mm -hmm. So her fan had sent her letters, tried to meet with her on set. Um, so he had stalked her job, and he was at it for three years. He then Please. got desperate and paid $250 to a private eye to get her address, <gasps> which had to be the easiest day in this guy's life because at that time, all you had to do, no matter how famous you were, was go down to their local DMV and I think pay like 15 bucks and they would just give you the address. God. Because no one thought it would be dangerous. Like that's the yeah. same time phone books were out. So Could you imagine like being that private eye and being like, wow, I set this all in motion okay. kind kind oh yeah a little I guess bit <laughs> you never want to assume that's what it's for yeah no because i imagine he got the job like oh heck yeah easy money easy. let's go yeah okay, you're just a fool like mm -hmm. you don't know how to find and then he watched the news and was like oh no 
Mm-hmm. Now I am complicit. Um, can we have a moment of silence before I continue? R.I.P. to those people. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna drink a little, a little sip in their honor. It's mm. insane. Yeah, it's gonna really hurt my heart. All right. Um. So it was sad that it had to happen, but due to her murder, there were laws passed that prohibit DMVs from disclosing addresses anymore. Thank God. So at least. It wasn't, like, for nothing. Like, it wasn't just he was crazy. It was also, like, yeah. maybe we should take a step back and look at people's lo- safety and privacy. I love when that happens. Like, when there's, like, a true crime case and they, like, start a petition. or Like, yeah. it's sad, but you have to find the, like, let's make some changes out yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this kind of stalking does have a name. It's called erotomania. Ooh. Yes. And Ooh. it's also referred to as um, de clarumbolts. Syndrome? Syndrome. <laughs> so we're going to call it erotomania. Are you sure? <laughs> um, and as saucy as it sounds, it's not very fun. It's a special type of fixation. Um, it's where someone becomes so enamored with a celebrity or just someone of a higher social status that they then develop the illusion that this lusted after person loves them back. Mm. And it's not like a case of like two friends and one likes the other one and the other one like like likes the first friend. What's going I on? I think you ring on the wrong finger. I just saw you switch the whole thing. <laughs> I grabbed my ring so quickly before I left because I haven't I don't leave very my house very often. Right. Like, uh-huh. What I was like I went like this to like twist my ring because I just do that while I'm intently listening and I was like, wait, this one's bumpier than the other. <laughs> the weights are off. Oof. Okay, sorry. Oof, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So yeah, so it's kind of, it's not like that at all. It's it's gross, not cute. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to like make you want to feel bad for what they like, but this one may be one that I say like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, okay, so oftentimes people with erotomania have never even met the star or person above them they're so in love with. That does not stop them from obsessing. Mm-hmm. Often they will envision these destinies that they are meant to be together it's gonna, it's gonna happen. So why not make it happen today? Let's make it happen. Ooh, my, ooh. So most of the examples I have are for celebrities, but that's just because they get more media coverage in general. So it can really happen to anyone as long as the person obsessing, I guess, person A has erotomania and person B is of a higher social status. Like there was also some cases of there was like this woman who thought all of her bosses were in love with her and trying to get her to like leave her husband and her husband's like, what is going on? So, oh, so, so like, so like, and it has to be like a higher position, mm-hmm. like either okay. in society or like in your life. Yes. Okay. Okay. So like, I wouldn't, wait, can you say ero- erotomania? Erotomania. No offense to anyone in any field, but like, I wouldn't necessarily have that for the person who like delivers my mail. Probably not. Okay. Unless you think really highly be of a, them. It'd be a different type of... It's almost like whoever you would put on a pedestal, then that pedestal is now like a pedestal of love. Mm. So like, mm. if, <laughs> if I took my obsession with David Bowie like a little bit further. That's perfect. I, I refer to myself and Brittany later in this. Okay. But like, yes, that star that you think is super cool. Yep. There is definitely a line that you probably need to not cross. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can be anyone. So mm-hmm. it's important to note that not all stalkers are erotomanic. Um, really, stalking in general, it is scary. So I don't want to downplay that. But like right now, we're just talking about one type. Mm-hmm. Um, so only about one in 10 are considered erotomania. 
Hmm. And I think that's only because one in ten actually think like they're gonna love me back. One in ten stalker yeah. cases. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still pretty prevalent, but I'm not famous enough to have to worry about it. I guess or have a high enough status. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, six point five. Okay. Listeners. listeners. Six listeners. <laughs> Man, I really messed that up. We have six point five K listens. Okay. We we have listen we have a listener in Europe. Okay. Mm. More than one. It says the symbol says greater than one. One percent. So I would be just as impressed if we had six listeners and we still had six thousand listens. Because that's me, I'd like I'm they're committed. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, really re-listening. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay, so some forms of documented behaviors of someone who has erotomania would be, and it is erot- it's like erotic mania, so it's erotomania. Okay. Um, we've had a couple glasses now, so I don't know if it's coming across <laughs> the way in my head it sounds. <laughs> um, okay, so some forms of this would be obsessively consuming media related to the victim of your crimes okay. um, or of their crimes. I don't think you personally have it. Uh, thinking, just covering all my bases. <laughs> um, thinking the object of their affection is trying to send secret messages through glances, oh my like God. in interviews or like movies <gasps> they're in. Like if oh, they like actually no. like wink. Yeah, and they're like that was for me. Basically. Oh my God. Yes. Oh no 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 no. It is, it is kind of scary. I'll get to it in a second. I'm not doing well. Um, sending unwanted or unexpected letters or packages. Mm-hmm. Making phone calls to the victim. Being jealous when this person has a significant other. And things also could get physical. So that includes like breaking into homes. Madonna is a very recent one. Um, she had a crazed fan scale, like a very high wall of her home. Oh my like, she God. She has like a, a fence around her property. She's very, well, very well off. There's yes. like a tall fence because she knows people love her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and someone scaled it because they were meant to be together. Oh God. And luckily she has bodyguards on the property. Because she is Madonna. If you have one name, you have bodyguards on your body. Like, <laughs> yes. If I ever can just go buy a lot of money, I will have bodyguards. <laughs> Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe never. <laughs> <laughs> With these glasses, I can't tell. Woo. So if anyone listening to this thinks the celebrity you like is going to love you back. Think again. <laughs> or they're going to love that if you break into their homes... This is me, your pal, Sarah. You can call me by my first name, Sarah. They will not like it. <laughs> they um, will not find it romantic. And they do have security teams that I'm sorry also do not find it romantic. And they don't care who you are. Or whatever love story you mm-hmm. have going on, which it could be lovely. But there are ways to attract a mate, and this is not them, okay? So the thing is, even if someone is suffering with erotomania, um, and they do meet the celebrity and the celebrity denies them, or they do something like invoke a restraining order, anything to them is an affirmative sign. Oh. Because now we're more connected than ever. So even the negatives are positive. Because, like, in they're their giving eyes. you attention. Ah. Yes. And, like, no matter what this victim says of like all the stockings the perpetrator knows the truth it's only a matter of time until things happen the way they're supposed to like we're all gonna see right until that until that restraining order just 
Let's do the opposite, baby. Let's yes. get closer. Like no. this had to happen so you could meet me. So now we can fall in love. This makes more sense. Yeah, meet as in like see each other, not even potentially in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so this guy that did it to Madonna, I don't know if I mentioned it again. I'll just do it now. But I always do that. He did it more than once. And eventually she did press charges and they wanted her to come to court. And she argued, no, like that's just going to prove his point more. I don't want to be present. Oh, God. Yeah. And they did agree with her. Like, you know what? You're right. This kind of stalking, it's not going to help. So you just send like, oh, I think a, state, a letter or something. I don't know. Like a notarized statement or something. Yeah. Better. That's still something, but not like you don't get to, you don't get to see me. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, to her defense, she's like, I'm not taking time out of my day, first of all, no. to help feed whatever you think is going on. So, um, one security firm did do an analysis and say that out of 5,000 letters to like a famous person, 90% of them showed some mental disturbance. And to be fair, I don't know what celebrity they were looking at. Like, I don't know if it makes a difference if like it's a Justin Bieber versus like an older person. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber is older now. When I was obsessed, he was 14 like me. Yeah. (laughs) Back in the good old days. Um, Okay. Question, oh, babies. No. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bebe. Who knew that word to come up so much? Who knew? <laughs> Bebe. Bebe. I thought it was babe also. Never did I think BB. So yeah. I'm actually really happy this I is think, Well, fuck. Maybe maybe we're all wrong. Maybe, maybe it is Bebe. Bebe. Well, there's no, like, you'd think there'd be, like, a little, like, poof, a little umlau or something over the E. Yeah. So you know what's hot? Are you sweating? This actually isn't a bit. It's a <laughs> But sure, if I had been wearing my zero sweat deodorant, <laughs> I think champagne makes my face hot. I'm getting old. Yeah, my face is kind of warm. Mm-hmm. Please don't mind my very skinny strap tank top. Woo! We're just going to strip down. <laughs> things are getting serious. We're getting erotomanic. <laughs> um, okay. So do you think celebrity stocking is higher now or 30 years ago? Which I'm asking like the internet era versus like this silver screen era. Oof. I would say now. Okay. I'm doing, I'm doing back then. Morgan, take a drink. It is now. Wow. I put a lot of details. Now, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> it is now. Now. So a lot of people, they point to like our image dominated culture. So like a celebrity can now be anyone who has a blue check mark on their Instagram. And Oof. You're right. Oh, that's a good point. I would have not thought it was now either because I was thinking in the past people had more time. They sent more letters. It was probably more um, in your face type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably like, oh, I could slide into their DMs yes. and like, they might not even see it because there's 65 million other people doing yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. True, true, true. Um, But they're also supposed to be like constantly putting out content but to keep viewers engaged, which was not the case 50 years ago. I read an article about how the amount of Instagram followers you have could impact like acting acting roles you get. Ooh. And I want to say, don't fact check me. Um, maybe fact check me. I think it was Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones who said someone else like a better actress, but she got this X Men role because of like her cult following from Game of Thrones. And oh. I don't know if that was her being Ooh. like kind, like they were the better actress, or if she truly thought that. But yeah, mm-hmm. so like your followers do make a difference in life at the moment. Well, I mean, it's the same thing probably back then it was who had the most Tony Awards, who had the most Grammys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more based on who is going to get people to watch. Exactly. Like, who's the face of the movie? Who's going to go and see this person versus maybe a new person who hasn't been in as yes. much? Yeah. 
but also it's the same thing like cancel culture it's the opposite as well like you can become famous so fast anymore whereas before you had to have an agent you had to go through all these yeah lines, and now it's like like look at Lil Nas X he just put out a video and it's like oh you're really cool his new video mm-hmm. is nuts <laughs> it <laughs> is yeah <laughs> I watched it twice so- <laughs> I was like no. but see then it's the same thing it's you do something wrong you're gone yeah so people are so but then people can also have more avenues to turn on you now yeah it's a little scary because yeah part of like they want you to have all these clicks because that's who gets them you know like all their likes and the more likes and views you get the more advertising the more money Mm -hmm. the more you stay in the public eye it's all it's like a catch-22 kind of yeah it's like you hit a certain point and then Anyway, so there's this constant push for celebrities or anyone trying to be a celebrity to get as many people interested in as possible. But like, when is it too much? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't, um, I did use the word sufferer for the person who is actually perpetrating the crimes. And I do want to be clear. I don't think it's right. And I don't think anyone deserves to be stalked because there are some people that hold the belief it's like a celebrity tax to be stalked. Like if you're that famous, you should expect it. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. no. I think we can all do a solid like shake. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. You deserve to be admired. Admiring and stalking are two very different things. I think it's the okay. Because if I were to let's say I want to be famous, I would expect to be famous among like other even-minded people that are like, I have a life, but I think you're awesome. Yeah. Like it's a difference and you can't pick your fans really. So No. Unless it's you guys, we picked you and you're awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, no one wants to like fear for their life, even if they are a Madonna or a Kardashian. Like that's there's a difference in fans and erotomania. Mm-hmm. Correct. So with that, we're gonna look at erotomania as a health condition, as a mental health condition, because it is. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of closely associated mental health conditions that include delusions, because that's really what it is. It's a delusion. Um, and just in case you're not up to speed or not reading all the time, a Delusion is a belief that is firmly maintained despite evidence or rational arguments against it. So this erotomania can happen over a long period of time or in short episodes called psychotic breaks. And again, psychotic breaks are very common in other mental health issues. Um, And a psychotic break is just an abrupt worsening of delusions or other psychotic features. There is potential help. You're not on your own. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um, if you feel like you are a little too obsessed, you can get help. You would just need to seek help from a doctor or anyone in a psychiatric field. Usually a combination of medicine and therapy, like talk therapy, that adr- it is going to address your delusional symptoms. Mm-hmm. So just prepare yourself, but it's going to happen. Um, and a lot of sufferers, they do find normalcy again. They're like, okay. No, you're right. This makes sense. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think now that like medicines are so much, they're better than they were 50 years ago. Like, I think it helps. It kind of brings you back to reality. And then the talk therapy helps you figure out why you're so obsessed with this person. Well, therapy is more normalized, I guess. It's getting there. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's not completely, but it's not talked down on Yes. If we're comparing it, it's going up. Yes. Yes. So it's okay to not be okay. But what is not okay is to know something is wrong and not do something about it. So, like, don't have the bystander effect on your own life or your own mental health. Um, so you can follow all the celebrities you want on Instagram, mm-hmm. all the boutiques you want, anybody. Um, but maybe, like, 
stop there. Like myself included, I love Britney Spears, but I proudly never tried to figure out where she lives. Mm-hmm. And that's a big proud for me. It Thought is about a big it. proud for you. So at one point I was like, I bet you she needs a nanny. I would be a great nanny. <laughs> Clay made that same face. He's like, we're, you gotta calm down. Oh my God. And I did. <laughs> now I work in HR. Um, <laughs> what a wonderful world. <laughs> it is good. It's good. Oh. Um, do I obsessively check her social medias? Yes. <laughs> but you don't have a, a thought or a rhyme or a reason to drop what you're doing and go see if you can hang out. Go see if you can convince her to be your friend. No. Oops, I did not do that. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, that is my topic. Thoratomania. It is a mental health condition. It's scary for everyone involved, but there is help and you can fix it. Cool. Wow. Yeah. And we did do a slight plug for Zero Sweat. So really quick. Um, Take it away. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> we bring it to you every week. But if you got sweaty pits, Zero Sweat's where it's at. If you just use the roll-on at night um, before you go to bed, um, literally you wake up dry. So why not use it? It's great for those people who have over, ex- over who over sweat, over excess, over excess sweat. Excessively sweat? Excessively sweat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> for those who get nervous maybe for a speech or an interview, start using it. And within probably just like a week, I probably saw my results. So it's great if you head over to zerosweat.com and type in the code SINISTER at checkout, you will get 15% off of a $20 purchase or more. Um, that's definitely, you know, a roll-on plus maybe another product and taxes taken off. So... Head on over to Zero Sweat, Code Sinister. Thank you, man. And that's all I had. So it's on to you. Hey. All right, cool. Unless I stalk you first. Oh, Jesus, H. Could I refill my glass? Oh, yes. yes, Perfect. We shall allow it. Sarah, do you want more champagne? Yes, I do. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. The bubbles. No. I just want a little swallow and then I'm going to drink it on the That is some serious bubbles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. One little, little pip. Sure. A nip, 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 pip. Thank you. Oh, we don't waste here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's, that's very, very frowned upon. Don't leave a drop. <laughs> All right. Wait, before we start, let me get my white claw because I'm just going to be ready. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, again, for my topic today... We're bringing it back to some creatures. Because mm. we haven't hit that in a bit. Wait, I just did fairies. Fuck my life. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I stumbled upon this topic when looking up state monsters. I did not know this was a thing, really. Like, I'd, like I heard it either on another podcast or on the radio or something. And I was like, wait, every state has a monster? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. rewind. We got a, like, a state bird? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? And then I looked in ours, Missouri, is Momo, who I covered in a previous episode. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not like doing like that bad of a job here. So, whew. <laughs> but I'm like scrolling, pulling, like looking around. And obviously, I can pull from this site for future possible episodes. And I will link that in the show notes if you want to go and look at which state does what. Um, but I decided to. <laughs> um, do this in a state that has these creatures as their state monster is Connecticut. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're being real random today, y'all. 
Um, so I think I have heard of this term maybe on another podcast again, but regardless, I was intrigued. So New England Historical Society.com says, quote, oh wait, I haven't even said what they are yet. <laughs> Thought you were just leaving us in suspense. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, yeah. I'm waiting, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Oh. I'm going to read you the description and maybe you can get a guess what you think their name is. Okay, cool. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking on the fly. All right. Again, New England Historical Society.com says, quote, they look like small humanoids with oversized heads and they rely and they um, rarely come out from hiding. Mm-hmm. They survive by eating small animals, stray cats, and human flesh, usually of teenagers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this creature is quite uh, quite commonly the um you know is a convenient explanation for teens or hikers who disappear. Any kisses? Sounds like someone talked back to their mom one too many times. Okay. So any guesses? Mm-hmm. Is it like a like a little phrase, like the blank ones, or do they have like a name? They have a name. I'll give you a clue. Okay. It has to do with their large craniums. <laughs> <laughs> big heados. Big heados. <laughs> the grays, but big heados. Geppetto, okay. big heados. <laughs> Spaghetto. Aaron. <laughs> I don't know. You said big head, so I was thinking aliens. I don't know. Uh, don't make me get crazy because I get cra- I have heard a theory. The cannibal heads. I don't know. Ooh, okay. Both I would you. listen to a band called the cannibal heads. Oh, yeah. Cannibal heads. We both got the second word. Not heados, but you both got the second okay, word. So right heads. Heads. Okay. Melon heads. Oh. <laughs> That's so much happier sounding. I know. They probably should have been called the cannibal heads. But anyway. <laughs> so hey, you little melon head. Right. Um, as I was doing research, uh, their origins and details kind of seem to differ based on state that they have been seen in. So again, this is this Connecticut state monster is the melon heads, but they are also seen in Ohio and Michigan. Uh, so here we go. First of all, really quick. Yeah. How are they going to eat humans and have a cute name like melon head? Mm. Pain to have like jaws of life. Here, um, excuse me. Can you we pause for a second? I'm gonna show a picture. I'm imagining like a cherub now. What the fuck is that? Like a little ang- angelic child looking being with a big head. No. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Is that who they based Nightmare Before Christmas? That um <gasps> evil scientist off of? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, Oh, that is a good question. That's a, who that looks like. It truly does. Ew. Anyway, so I'll yeah. post that picture when we, you know, when the episode comes out. But um, Ohio and Michigan origins are similar. Um, both specific locations have, or they both have specific locations in each state that they have seen them. Um, but both having that are like origins sadly have to deal with children with hydrocephaly, hydrocephalus. Um, And for those who don't know, hydrocephalus, um, the Mayo Clinic states, quote, 
the buildup of fluid in cavities or ventricles deep within the brain. The excess fluid increases the size of these ventricles and puts pressure on the brain. So it is like a, it, it, not common. I, I won't, I don't know the ratio, so I'm not even going to pretend like I know, you know, data, but it is not necessarily like an end all be all. They can put like a stunt in yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. things like drain the fluid. It's very common in dogs as well. Like pit bull or not pit bulls. Um, like English bulldogs, mm-hmm. um, no French bulldogs, excuse me, French bulldogs. Any of those like big bulging eye dogs? I don't know why, but like you can, like, if you literally look up like hydrocephalus puppy, like it'll, they're right there. They should have Aww. like a huge old noggin. Aww. Like it's just, I mean, it is so sad because it can, you know, cause a lot of brain damage um, if not handled correctly. So that's what they state that these are possibly stem from, which I like to believe that they're just like a magical little creature and have nothing to do with children. But, anyways, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, these children eventually went insane, burning down the facilities that they were living in, killing their captors, and eventually living in nearby forests. That's, that's the lore to this being, not to kids that have the... Correct. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The lore to the being. The Mm -hmm. melon head. Yeah, to the melon head. Um, Connecticut has a lot of possible locations for the origin, and... Um, honestly, I don't know if that makes it more or less believable. Um, when I was, like, looking up, it was, like, listed, like, a bunch of different, like, towns and cities, and I was like, hmm, could they finally have decided to make themselves more known, having many be seen in different areas, or are they able to travel quickly, or is it just, like, word of mouth, and it's just like, hey, I want to see a melon head, like, or are, I just watched a lot of Planet Earth, so forgive me, but are we, like building so many towns and cities are getting bigger and bigger. So now where these mythical creatures live, it's a smaller area. Yeah. It's like a uh-huh. three square mile, but there could be two towns. Yes. Two counties, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Exactly. Nail and Um, So the two most popular theories are similar to the Michigan and Ohio ones. Basically finding that an asylum burned down in 1960, killing all but 10 to 20 people. The apparent they apparently escaped into the woods, becoming cannibals, and started to become inbred, leading to the hydrocephalus. Which, if I don't, which if doesn't give you wrong turn vibes, then I don't know what would. So take that as you will. My literally thought was, did they get this plot for wrong turn? <laughs> okay, again, shout out to our friend Brooke. Thanks a lot for scarring me for life with making me watch that. Anyway. <laughs> the second most popular theory are, quote, uh, they are, quote, <laughs> woo, a colonial era family from Shelton Turnbull who were banished after accusations of witchcraft were made against them, causing them to retreat again into the woods, end quote. Again, the melon heads being caused by inbreeding. So... Is there any evidence that actually happens from inbreeding? Um, Sarah, I Strike that from the record. I didn't ask that. I am not a doctor, (laughs) nor do I pretend to be one on a daytime TV show. Okay? Fair enough. Actually, (laughs) I really don't know. But regardless, inbreeding is going to cause lots of bad stuff. So, wouldn't surprise me if that was on the list of potentials to increase with doing the nasty with your sibling. If you're a doctor and you know... Right in. Yeah. <laughs> if you know about hydrocephalus more than I do, let us know. 
Um, I did find according to, again, NewEnglandHistoricalSociety.com, um, this started with, um, <laughs> sorry, ah, this started with an inbred family known as Weebleheads, who, quote, were set <gasps> to live outside Raspberry, Risbury, England around the 1900s. So that's, like, where they think this all stemmed from. So, like, again, over in England, Europe area, these, like, potential beings living their life doing their nasty with whatever and then all of a sudden they got maybe banished to america and then this poor family they're just trying to make it work they're just Aww. trying to be like weevil melon heads i don't know they're trying to have the american dream we keep sending them into the woods i know i know i know i know so um again so the, the really the big question of all of this um, you know, how did the melon heads end up in Connecticut? So believe they, were, they were banished or they, you know, it is a two separate things. And one of the theories of, you know, the asylum or the, <laughs> maybe that happened. I just keep imagining Forrest Gump, but like as a melon head, like, where are you going next? Life's like a bushel of raspberries. <laughs> I think I'll go to the woods. Right, right. So... Um, I did find a 20, uh, wait, let me, let me try. Please say it's a Bigfoot sighting picture. <laughs> yeah, you know me, my, no, this isn't Momo the monster. This is the melon heads. Um, okay. So to end it, uh, ranker.com listed out a lot of different stories and possible encounters. This article actually was, um, published, um, February 6th, 2020. So like hmm. this, this whole you know, theory of this creature is still like kind of prevalent, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, you know, we, I always hit on it like the Dover demon where it was like, Ooh, 72 hours of nonsense. And then it's yeah. forever, <laughs> you know, like this is obviously, even if we just take it as for granted, there's like the 1960 asylum situation happening. That's still mm-hmm. 40, 60 years later. Now mm-hmm. it's so fucking, I cannot believe it's not 2000 anymore. Anyway, mm-hmm. it is crazy that we're in 2021. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Emphasis and pause on the one. <laughs> yeah, because it's not that much different than 2020. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. 2020 um, done. <laughs> but we didn't have these bedazzled glasses in you 2020. Fucking girl. That's what I'm <laughs> celebrating. Ooh, yeah. I think that's the first curse word, I, curse, curse word I've said. So maybe 2021 is a little different. <laughs> Just kidding. You know it's going to come when Aaron tells her freaking story. Okay. Um. So again, to be um, part of this whole experience with you. I have not read these because I wanted to be surprised with all of you. <laughs> oh. I like glanced to make sure like they had like more than like a sentence and bish they do. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so this is a collective of people's experiences. Again, I will have this in my show notes if you want to go and read more because I'm obviously not going to read all like 10 or whatever's listed. So, <clears throat> Okay, in Weird U.S., your local guide to America's local legends and best-kept secrets, a man named Tony recounts his encounter with a melon head in Chardon, Ohio. Stop laughing. This is Tony's experience. Do not invalidate him. It's not invalid. Wait, before I start. No laws. I don't know what name I was expecting. I guess Tony was so common. Uh, sorry, I had to take a phone call, so if the editing mm-hmm. is weird, it's not Wes's fault. Anyways, so Tony. Yeah, Tony. That mm-hmm. is shush, Tony. Um, he was driving with his family um, down Chillicothe Road 
do not come at me for mispronouncing that. When they came to a section of the road with fields on both sides, there was an irrig- irrig- irrigation ditch separating <laughs> the road from the field. So, you know, like a little dip after the road on the side. That's where Tony spotted him. He explained, I looked out my window and saw him. A melon head. He <laughs> or it was running next to the ditch. We were going 40 to 50 miles per hour and the melon head was actually keeping up with us. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Tony did not make that. Maybe he did. I don't know. Tony <laughs> was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> he said, oh no. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, Tony goes on to describe the melon head's clothes as ripped brown pants and a white t-shirt with red stains. Ew. And appearance was about, <laughs> was about five seven, light brown skin, large head, duh. Two holes where his ears should have been. Gross. The creature jumped into the woods as their car went around a curve in the road. Boy, Tony saw some shit. Okay. I don't even know what that could else be. What mm. else that could be. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's no animal that looks like that. Yeah. A human with no ears? Yeah, not that I'm not that aware of. (laughs) Is it Deadpool running next to the car? No, that'd be a... Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a little different. Um, Okay, so again, I didn't find this in my research, but um, they talked about like at the asylum, there was obviously like people that took care of these potential creatures or children. um, And I guess one of them was called like Dr. Crow. Um, So... Here we go. One of the two origin stories in Ohio depicts an evil man known as Dr. Crow. It is said that Dr. Crow used to take in orphans and perform horrifying medical experiments on them in his secluded home. He injected fluid into their brain, causing the characteristic swollen skull. His experiments continued for years, and the children became more desperate with each passing day until they finally revolted and slew him. They set fire to the house and retreated into the woods where they still live to this day. So again, similar to the hospital you know run away but mm-hmm. i kind of like that story the not the best but i like that they kind of rose up and said like i'm gonna do my own stuff right mm-hmm. like okay I'm, I'm done here thanks um okay wait oh this is a, okay okay this is a good one. little did they know that fluid was actually putting more brain cells than yeah, was, giving them, like, was growing oh my god what if that's like how like eleven from stranger things was able to get her powers that's it all right I think she was actually part of, I'm not going to say that. Well, actually, no. Yeah, yeah, where, I'm sorry, pause. Where's season? I think it's coming out this year. Two, three, four. Three or four. Where's the new season? Yeah. (laughs) Where's the newest season of Stranger Things? Damn. (laughs) Acting like I don't got shit to do. Oh, okay, I'm just waiting around. Anyway. Right. Um, Next story. It's called Unlucky Explorers. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Weird Michigan, your travel guide to Michigan's local legends and best kept secrets, includes a first person account of an encounter with a melon head. <laughs> Kelly Tropostrian. Better ro- Top or Better Rostrian. Mm-hmm. That's her name. <laughs> I hope that's her maiden name, not married here name. Here we go. Here we go. Kelly T. Um, there she we go. claims that she was exploring the grounds of the then abandoned. Felt Mansion. Oh, I was almost I almost looked at you like felt. And then I was like, wait, you don't like velvet. Velvet, not, not felt. felt. <laughs> let's let's huh. put a pin in that. I may have had a velvet 
revelation. So, <laughs> revolution <laughs> and revelation. Until it's decide that it's suede, not velvet. So, correct. <laughs> um, anyways, this girl, Kelly T, she visited the abandoned felt mansion with her friends one night when she saw a man in the distance. He had an unusually large head, but she wasn't scared. Then he started walking towards them. She writes, not knowing who this man could be, my friend yelled, hello, to try to be friendly. That's some stuff you would do. But oh, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey, yo, you got some cheeses? What's up? You got a snack? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I got better. You got any claws, bro? No, oh. the white claws. The white claws, not real claws. And, and then we died. And then we died. <laughs> um, but all we got was a loud grunt, and the man continued to walk toward us. But now at a faster pace. Ooh, I'm crying. Ooh. <laughs> at this point, the same idea hit all of us, and we started sprinting towards our car. We scrambled in and peeled out of the parking lot at full speed, not slowing down until we were several miles from the mansion. Okay, but you could have, like, been saving your car. Don't you want to see who it was? Anyway, it's fine. She did not. Okay. I don't know. I think I would just keep driving as well. Oh, here we go. We got a follow-up from the Felt Mansion. One version of the Michigan legend claims that the children used to live in Felt Mansion. Eventually, they moved out and took refuge in a series of tunnels and caverns that ran under the property. They never emerged and eventually be turned into the melon heads. So, oh. yeah, it's a good site. Ranker's got some, like, possible theories and personal stories, so. Heck yeah. There you go. That's all I have on the... The, the melon heads. The melon heads. All right. Have I not told you guys this theory about how all these things are connected and it's all aliens? What things are connected? Like, okay. You mean cryptids? Yes. Different like so melon heads or a type of alien is in your head. Big eyes. Mermaids? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> Don't get weird. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Um, <laughs> Don't get crazy. Um, like gnomes from Ireland because they're known to be like quiet and they'll like take things okay okay um i think it's called like the hiding ones or the quiet ones in iceland what the fuck is that i don't know they hide and they're supposed to be like like humanoid or something or yes but hold on hold on hold on okay and then there's also i think it's fairies because they're small and they have like powers Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm did i already say this to you guys no you're like really coming at me with my fucking things here so okay I want to say I saw an ancient aliens. It could have been a website as well. Or it could have been on their the book that I'm reading. I'm basically just testing Andrew to see if he really wants to marry me or not. Um, <laughs> you got a couple months, Andrew. Think, just, think real hard. You sound like my dad. <laughs> Thank you. He did call me. He's like, how's the thing going? I was like, well, we bought a house. So if we're not married, we're at least tied together for 30 years. So, um, not real. Anyway, someone drew a line between all of those things and the gray aliens because they are quiet because they might not actually be here like in a physical form. It may be like a metaphysical, whatever. Mm-hmm. They do hide quite often. They'll take things because they've probably been trying to figure out what humans are like. Mm-hmm. They could all be the same thing. Just different word of mouth and lore and cultures made it fit their own mold. Melon head. <laughs> Alien. Aaron, I think it's your turn. <laughs> oh. I'm just it could kidding. Also, no, it could also be nonsense. It could all just be a simulation, man. All of it. You get goosebumps when I said that? Yeah. It's too real. It's shocking. It's too close to home. <laughs> nah. All right. Yeah. Aaron's got a doozy, I'm sure. 
a bit. Uh, <laughs> I also don't really think that's true. I think it's a fun thought exercise. Oh, no, 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 Just no. for the record. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you did believe it, I still wouldn't. I, I just, was, yeah, I I was following along with it. Mm-hmm. The theory makes sense a bit, and then there's way too big a difference. Well, you used to um, draw a line through them, and immediately I was like, this is not a straight line. To mm-hmm. quote you, it's a Charlie Day red line with like, ooh, they're yeah. quiet, but they also do this, and they also have big heads, yes. so they can be kind of skinny and quiet. And blah, 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 blah. It can go many ways. It's a definite Charlie Day. Yeah. Charlie Day. Just drink your champagne and shh. I'm sorry, I love you. That was harsh. I'm sorry. Oh, it wasn't. I'm harshing your vibe. Anyway, no more melon heads, Aaron. What do you got? I would drink a drink called melon head. Wasn't there a candy? Melon heads? It's airheads. No, no, no. There's like melon ones. Or lemon heads. Lemon heads. Lemon heads. Well, I think there is melon heads. Stop it. There is melon heads. What'd you just say? Airheads. Airheads. Dude, what if that... Because like they do have a lemon-ass head. Maybe it's... There could be watermelon heads. We could start I thought they had different ones. They have cherry, I think. One time on on Halloween, a bunch of kids got expired lemon heads. Ate them. And it caused their heads to become melons. And they all Dude, ran to the forest to run off the melon. Could you imagine if that's what you were? Like, you were a tribe of fucking whatever fruit head. Like, you, ooh, that's a lemon head. Ooh, he's a cherry head. Ooh, he's a melon head. And you're all your... It's like those airhead commercials when they used to eat it and their head would blow up. Oh, I thought that was so cool. You know, throwbacks to the 90s, like when we were okay. alive. I don't think they have melon heads. But they have every other maybe fruit it's a, flavor. Maybe it's a Mandela effect. <laughs> maybe it is. <gasps> There is this candy Wait, called Mr. Flavor, Melon, though. What flavors do they have? <laughs> um, apple head, cherry, cherry head, grape head. They missed me- they missed some melon grape. market. That was a good melon head. I, I don't know. Melon head. <laughs> missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, I right. took my sip. I'm good. Perfect. This one is more recent. Ooh. So I'm covering the disappearance of Pauline Del Mundo. Oh, this sounds spicy. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Better than Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony was driving. What about Kelly T? <laughs> yeah. I like Kelly T. She sounds real. Yeah. Kelly Topper. Bird, 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 bird. Anyway, can you mm-hmm. say her name again? His name? What'd you say? Del Mundo. Pauline Del Mundo. Pauline. She's a lady. Right? We can't. We can't. That's fair. That's very fair. They. Shame on me. She. Okay. Okay. On September 14th, 2019, 59-year-old Pauline Del Mundo was traveling to Cozumel for a 10-day vacation where she would be staying at the Iberostar Hotel. She had a layover in Dallas-Fort Worth Airport in Dallas, Texas, but according to her sisters Yolanda Del Mundo and Lolita Gaviola, Pauline changed her mind and decided she was going to head back to Tampa, Florida, where she lived, instead of boarding her American Airlines flight and continuing on with her trip. What? Yolanda noted that her sister sounded incoherent on the phone, and she seemed disoriented and frightened. Before 6 p.m., Pauline contacted um, another sister one out of five, not sure who, to see if they could help her purchase a plane ticket to Tampa. When her sister looked up flights and called Pauline back to discuss some details, she was unable to get a hold of her. And her her sisters, her family couldn't have known that Pauline's call from the airport would be the last time anyone would hear from her. Pauline, who also went by Paula, is an American citizen of like Asian Filipino descent. 
She was described as having a medium build, five foot six inches tall, and she worked as a nursing assistant at a federal veterans hospital in Tampa. She is transgender, and I don't want to like dead name anyone, but Yolanda told Dallas Voice that her sister's legal name is Paulino Noberto Del Mundo Jr., okay. and that identification she may be carrying um, would still show that name. Okay. Okay. Pauline had also recently injured her rotator cuff, which caused quite a deal of pain that was impacting her work and her mental health. Her sister, Lilia Asabron, told WTSP 10 News, Pauline's, quote, a hardworking woman. She always worked overtime, but she was still having some pain, some limitation of movement, so she considered herself disabled, and I think that's why she started getting depressed, end quote. Um, for all those people who are like, what's a rotator cuff? Is that your shoulder? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that kid. Did you know? Yeah. I had no idea. That's probably that's a good call. Yeah. I bet not everyone knows that. Good call. Yeah. It did, like shoulder stuff can, but that yeah. affects. And she's a nursing too. assistant yeah. moving around and doing whatever. Well, any of those joint problems, like we throw that out. Oh, man. It's not like, actually, I don't know anything that would be comfortable. That just sounds. No, I mean, you're terrible. moving it constantly. But so. like, it's different. Like, if you hurt your elbow, like you can still probably like use your fingers a little bit or like, mm-hmm. like if your shoulder's done, like you're just done. Like, yeah, even being anything, if you're a nursing assistant or working in that field, whew, you got to feel tip top or that's going to be a rough day. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a picture <laughs> right there. Oh. So again, not Ouch, sure how tiny... she injured it. Like if it was just a little tear or what happened. Uh, for all you listening at home, it's a, she just showed us a picture of a rotator cuff, not her, hey. ro- not the, uh, her rotator cuff. No, no, no. a rotator cuff in general. Erin, can you take your skin off? So just you to get a in. rotator cuff. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Pauline. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> not Erin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Morgan, it's right here. Dang Can't it. you see? <laughs> Sorry. Lord of mercy, shit. All right. Oh, there it was. When I say, when I say, I said, as soon as Aaron's story started, I was going to curse. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Frack, frack. All right. According to DallasVoice.com, surveillance footage from DFW Airport shows Pauline leaving Terminal C at 10.30 p.m. She was caught walking two and a half miles up International Parkway heading away from the airport and towards the South Service Road. At 1.48 a.m., she was spotted walking by a valet gate in the direction of the airport's warehouse district. What time was her flight to Cozumel supposed to be? I have no idea. Wish I would know. So she made one flight to Dallas. Yeah, so she was just in a layover. And during that layover, she, she decided made her decide to go back home. Yes, and that's, that's she why she called sister. her sister around six. And then she starts just walking. Yes, we're making a so movie is, out of this life. Yes, so they do have footage of her, and this is around like ten thirty, so and we, now it's one forty eight a.m. She's in Dallas, calls, doesn't, then nothing happens. Her siblings call back, no response. But in the meantime, she's skip scopping away from the airport. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Skip scopping. She ain't gonna stop. <laughs> she ain't gonna. Birth gardening away from the airport. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aaron wants to murder us. No, no, no. It's it's very bizarre. So she's walking outside. She's walking in the direction of the airport's warehouse district. And then she walks across the street from the warehouse and sits down at a curb near the intersection of South 20th Avenue and 5 Airfield. And from my understanding, she ends up sitting in that spot for a little over two hours until 3.52 a.m. when Pauline was caught on surveillance standing up abruptly and walking away, then turning a corner heading east. 
And the last thing surveillance caught was Pauline walking around an airport sign, which subsequent, subsequently blocked her from the camera's view. And that's the last time she was caught on camera. Wow. That's great. Like, if, if her siblings and parents or whoever was calling her back mm-hmm. couldn't get a hold of her between 6 and 10, mm-hmm. then that's incredible that you have that much footage of mm-hmm. that person up until almost 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's crazy anyone can go missing anymore. Or like, even, like, yep. commit a crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much CCTV. Like, yeah. Yes. And the internet knows where you are all the time. It's fine. Have you ever thought about that before? Like, I wonder if I could commit a crime. And then I thought through, I was like, absolutely not. How do people still rob banks? I don't understand. My brain cannot comprehend how you get away. Okay, excuse Mm -hmm. me. How can you successfully rob a bank? Yeah. (laughs) Let's phrase it that way. If you're confident enough, you can try. (laughs) But not endorsed by Sinister Sunrise. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) But if you do it, write in. I want to hear about it. (laughs) You rob a bank, we want to know. That really is a true crime. Just Mm -hmm. let us know. We'll keep Mm -hmm. your name anonymous. That's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't have CCTV. Aaron, what do you got? (laughs) Not much. So (laughs) DFW airport detectives know that Pauline did not board a flight at the airport, either to uh, Cozumel or to Tampa. And they believe she did not leave the airport by taxi, Uber, or bus. But they can't completely rule that out as a possibility. According to the Dallas Voice, detectives checked routes Pauline may have taken if she were to have left, you know, by bus, by Uber, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't find any evidence to determine that was how she left the area. And Ibera Star Hotel officials also confirmed that Pauline never checked into the hotel. So she was never on that flight there, never made it to the hotel. Right. Pauline was spotted carrying a yellow Nautica trolley bag, but surveillance showed her leaving the bag unattended and walking away with seemingly just her wallet on her. That's a big no-no at an airport. It is, but the weird thing is this bag has never been found. Like, what? No, the, the bag's nowhere. bag? Apparently, Yeah. So, she, so wait, so before she left the airport, she dropped it? She left it. Left it there. Is she a spy? I don't think so. <laughs> what the Yeah. So leaves her bag. Where's the bag? No one knows. And there has also been just no evidence, no sign of her whatsoever. Even with the combined F- uh, search efforts of the DFW International Airport Police Department and agents from the Dallas office of the FBI, Trained dogs were used to search the parts of the airport Pauline had been seen in, but no leads came out of it. According to Yolanda 2, Pauline's T-Mobile cell phone has been inactive since her disappearance, and there has been no activity on her bank account, so they can't use those to find her. Well, that's the one nice thing about Uber. Like, you would know if she took a ride somewhere. Like, that She would. Yeah, that's true. She would have. But, yeah. Very, yeah, very yeah, true. How can you disappear anymore? Like, I, you almost have to go I, off the grid to I really know. disappear. It's what made me so mad. I happened to stumble upon this, and I think it's, ah, drives me nuts. I can't believe it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. 2019. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is not too long ago. Yeah, 2019. A case advocate with the human rights group Malaya Movement in Northern Texas began working with the Del Mundos after Pauline's disappearance. The Malaya movement was also able to bring in the Community United Effort for Missing Persons, which is a nationwide nonprofit volunteer organization dedicated to finding missing people. Oh, pretty cool. Nearly a year after Pauline's disappearance, CUE's Texas Deputy Director Crystal Fields led a search along with 13 Texas-based volunteers on and around the airport property near the area Pauline was last seen. 
The search didn't lead to any new findings, but that could be attributed to the terrain they were roaming. According to the Malaya Movement case advocate, the intersection Pauline was walking by is surrounded by construction ditches, ravines, swampy areas, and there's a small lake around that area too. It was also described as wooded and brushy, which would be difficult for a small search group to effectively comb through. Right. According to Kaylee Johnson's article in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, CUE does plan to conduct another search, which this time will include areas outside the airport terminal and outside their original search. Okay. Pauline's family are completely baffled and unsettled by her disappearance. They have no idea what happened to her and whether she just walked away aimlessly in an area unfamiliar to her and is now just roaming the streets of Dallas homeless or if something more sinister happened and someone assaulted, kidnapped, or murdered her. It sounds like she was drugged. I don't know. It's so, so she, so she, I'm so sorry. My brain. Mm -hmm. So where was she before she was in Dallas? On a plane. Okay. And then she got off a plane. <laughs> she like was going to go, she was going to land in Dallas, chill yeah. for a little bit, and then f- take another flight to Cozumel. Yeah. So she's chilling in the Dallas airport. Can I piggyback off your question? Yeah. Was she meeting anyone in Cozumel? I don't think so. She to me, it seems like herself? she was going by herself. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I Maybe. Mean, good that. for her, but like, that's scary. Old move cotton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've flown by myself, so. Yeah. I've never gone on a full vacation by myself. Oh. I don't yeah. have the kind of confidence. Yeah, to me, it doesn't, again, there's not too much, because many things I looked at said the same exact thing. Right. With maybe one extra sentence here or there, but um, yeah, to me, maybe she just needed a vacation by herself. Yeah. Didn't seem like she was feeling too hot. I don't know. Something. There's definitely something. Um, I will mention that her family was especially concerned about her well-being on account of the recent slew of suspected hate crimes that have been happening to transgender women in Dallas. According to the Human Rights Campaign, 2019 saw at least 27 transgender or gender nonconforming people fatally shot or killed by other violent means, and a disproportionate number of those victims were transgender people of color. And this number may also be a lot higher since stories like these are often unreported or misreported. Yeah. Is she a person of color? Uh, Asian Filipino. So. Oh, sorry. You said yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. So. That's so frustrating. It is very frustrating. I just want to, like, throw the fucking wall. I know. Well, and Texas isn't very fun because they have few civil rights policies and protections in place for transgender or gender nonconforming people. So they don't, like, explicitly protect these individuals in, like, employment, housing, education, and in public spaces. And they also do not include gender identity as a protected characteristic in its hate crime laws mm. or hate oh, crimes law. okay. Yeah. Also, a lot just, of southern states um, celebrate, like, confederate memorial days and stuff yep <laughs> not to like bash you in a southern state it's just maybe like some people in power haven't like let go of those old ways of yeah. thinking yet and that kind of trickles down which just it sucks for everyone involved really mm-hmm. yeah so that has been going on so definitely see why pauline's family are obviously fearing for her safety yeah in dallas since that's where she was last seen Mm. Uh, but unfortunately without any evidence it is hard to say what truly did happen to her it just i was reading on this and it drove me nuts is this where you tell me that's all the information you have erin yes I'm very sorry. That is all up. the information I have. <laughs> so you're supposed to pull up Morgan and be like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I know. Like, it It blows my mind that that's all they have. 
You can give me a gruesome crime. This was in 2019. How does this happen? I don't and know. She had bright yellow luggage. Yeah, that she just left at the airport. And like that. And no one. How does the airport not know who picked up the luggage? Like, I don't know. It. Cameras everywhere. If you leave I don't a know. fucking suitcase for five minutes at an airport, your ass is getting fucking tackled. That's Every yeah. Ten minutes. There's a call over the announcement. Like, like bomb hey, threat, bomb threat, bomb yes. threat. Yes, and I don't know. Like, I'd have to maybe do some more digging. So I don't know if they've even released that footage, but that's what I've read. So oh, that's true. Maybe they have it. They haven't released. It is only two years. Yeah. Well, listen, Erin. I know we say this a lot, and obviously, a lot of your cases are ongoing or mm-hmm. you know not conclusive. I really want you to follow up on this one because this yes. one really makes me mad. This one makes me mad too. And anyone listening who may have information regarding Pauline's disappearance or whereabouts is asked to call the DFW Airport Police Department at 972-973-3553. I have a couple more phone numbers. Hold on. Uh, The CUE at 910-343-1131. Or you can call the CUE Center 24-hour tip line at 910-232-1687. I guess okay here's my issue yeah it's every part of an airport is like so videoed now right yes Mm -hmm. like I've been in that airport so yeah I know since since freaking 9-11 shit has changed okay and it's only gotten more extensive since then which this is 2019 so I don't yes like there's no like it's been it's been more and more like camera and sensitive and since since 2000 well because either to me one of two things happened Mm -hmm. either she had some mental break yes or someone like drugged her or something and so you could look at these films and be like did she talk to anyone did she have any drinks at this airport yeah Mm -hmm. did you see anyone like there is bump into her yeah because there's definitely a break in time so i don't know excuse me i don't know if they're holding on to anything which is possible which is possible. But then again, you do have her like outside wherever. So whenever she gets outside, whether there's cameras out there or not, if she starts walking away from the airport property, then who knows yeah. is the only Did they like thing. even look like nearby restaurants? Did they have fucking like that's what I don't know. Which then again, if it's ongoing, I Listen, guess. it is, this is a, a PSA for fucking anyone who owns a business or is a landlord or whatever. It's 2020. Literally, it costs like zero dollars to run a constant feed of fucking security. Do not run this shit that's mm-hmm. like, oh, we like, we erase the tapes every like two hours. No, 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 no. No, that's not helping anyone. That's not helping you. If a fucking robber comes in at midnight and you don't see the fucking footage till two a.m., but if you have the footage, then that I think holds you a little bit more liable for any problems that happen. I know a lot of companies they don't want cameras outside their business at work because they don't want to be held liable for someone breaking into your car. But yet again, an airport. Uh, you have no, you don't, yeah. but you, can say, you can say no to show them the footage. You can legally say no. When I worked at Panera, they would always ask me, excuse me, when I... <laughs> It's fine. I worked at Panera. Anyway, when I worked for customer care for Panera Bread, they would people would call us all the time and say, my car was robbed while I was inside the Panera. I need the footage. And I'm like, sir, ma'am, I cannot do that. And they're like, I'm like, you can ask the, per- the manager on duty. They will more than likely just give it to you. Otherwise, if they will not, then we can give that to our legal team. Like there yeah. is, yeah, but like they can, you can easily deny or okay. say yes or no to that. So personally if i'm a business owner no matter how small or big i want to know if i'm robbed like even if it's just this much of you know like a, like an overhead view of the window that could be broken into if she walked past that i want to know that timestamp. like that's fair yeah 
Like, all you have to say is, like, oh, we did see this person. She was wearing this and did have a yellow luggage thing and walked by at 3.57 a.m. Like, that's it. You don't even have to show me. Also, I don't buy that no one found that luggage. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They come I, by all the time. Yeah. I'm not saying no one found it. I just don't know who has it. I don't know if some random, but rando picked it up. They didn't get it? It's, they were saying they don't have it. Police, I guess, do not have this bag. I would believe it more if she had, like, a black piece of luggage that yeah. everyone has. And it's like that baseball hat game where it's like, what hat is the ball under? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's bright yellow. Yeah. Like, yeah. It says, look at me. Please pick me up. I mean, they literally have a department at the airport that is specifically for... <laughs> I watched a video on this and I just thought it was so fucking funny. Where you, if you, like, are coming from, like, especially, like, a tropical island or somewhere, they're, like, always, like, are you, what are you declaring when yeah. you bring back? And people are, like, nothing. And then they scan <laughs> it and there's, like, 1,700, like, tropical mangoes. Mm-hmm. They have to pull that out of your suitcase and, like, they can't do anything with that. So it literally goes into a, like, contamination thing and they, like, put it down a giant garbage disposal. So you're telling me they care about mangoes? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, no, Care I'm about them you. fucking mangoes, not your... Not a beautiful ass woman who disappeared. It's so scary. It is very scary. It happened very recently. So yeah. maybe she just outlived her best life. And she had to cut all ties Lord, to be her true self. We're gonna yeah. hope. We're gonna hope. We're gonna hope. Maybe. maybe. I'm very that makes me very it makes me really sad that she was in like such a panicked mode. Like if there was no yeah. to her family, yes, things would have been even more like okay what the fuck happened then yeah like it it also doesn't answer anything yeah what would make you not want to go on this vacation you probably already at least paid for half of Mm -hmm. i mean you said she was almost 60 i mean maybe she just like felt like uh i don't know like her age doesn't have anything to do with it but you know you know me if i get a bad vibe like i'm not fucking i'm not doing shit so yeah could have been just a like i'm not i'm a bit more stingy I can get a bad vibe, but I'm like, I already paid for I'll have a bad vibe in Cozumel right now. <laughs> Let me sit in the beach and feel bad. Yeah. I'm going to sit with my Bahama mama in my hand and have a bad vibe. Like, it's fine. No. I'm going to think through what I feel right See, now. See, I'm the person who's going to have the bad vibe before I even, like, think about having the vacation. So, like, that's eh, probably different. But, fair you enough, know. But if maybe something happened where she saw someone or knew somebody was going to Cozumel that she didn't want to see. Like, there's, ugh, there's just so many things that it doesn't matter. I hate this. But just yeah. that call. It sounded distressed, you said, not like herself. Yeah, and like incoherent. Which and is why like, like either something psychotic happened or she was drugged. Like, can you book me a flight? Okay. And like when you call and then you call like you ask that and you're so desperate. Yeah. Also, you're at an airport where you could book a flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking like actual real travel person. Actually, I don't know if I would even know how to do that at an airport anymore. I would just find someone like, yo, I gotta go home. Help me. Yeah. I wave around your bright go yellow with, luggage. Yeah. Someone's gonna see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust me, get me out of here. If they didn't find your luggage sitting by itself for 37 seconds, they should find you asking for help. Ooh, I'm so frustrated. That's insane. I'm scared to ask my. Yes. I'm at an airport and I'm scared to watch the person I'm. The person I'm traveling with, like, hey, can you wash my bag? Please wash my bag. Like, I'm scared of that, let alone, like, boop, dropping a fucking bright ass yellow bag and, like, see ya. The fuck? You do have to wonder if it's because of, like, her orientation yep. if they chose not to really investigate because it seems like there should be a lot more to go off of. You would think. I want the yeah. FBI on this shit. I don't want Dallas police. Sorry, I don't want anybody in Dallas on this. I don't know anyone in Dallas. I don't know. I don't have a my, pro or con. My friend went there recently. But Did they like recent- it? Mm-hmm. That's good. It's a change from Missouri. You know? Yeah. 
Misery is fine. I'm sorry, did you say misery? Yeah, it's great. Anyway. (laughs) I don't care if my eyes are swollen shut from allergies. It's a great place to live. Yeah, so it's fine that I, you know, well, I'm moving, so my clothing selection is very minimal. But, you know, one day I'm in shorts and a tank top. And then the next day I'm in, you know, fucking fuzzy ass socks, pants, and a sweatshirt. Yep. (laughs) We are adaptable. Mm -hmm. If we're building a resume for our state, adaptable. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Okay, honestly, I know we play these games to like see who goes in what order, but I do kind of like when Aaron goes last because I feel like I have more time to really Just, chew on it. Yeah. Yeah. A little marinate. A little marinate. Aaron, I really. Okay, anyway. Sorry, did you have more details? We cut. Dead. No, no, she said that's it. Right, yeah, right. no, I mean, that's Sarah, it. I wish there were me. more details I could say. If but... anyone knows about this case or you've looked into it or you have family that knows about it because they lived in Dallas. We want to hear about it. If you're please. Pauline, we're worried about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Email us. Sinister Sunrise podcast at gmail.com. Wow. I stuttered. Sorry. You could be one of our six listeners. Kate. Kelly T. Ugh. Well, I'm going to go home and really think about this. Yeah. One. How long was I sleep tonight? Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Sincerely, thank you. I'm literally going to be like, my- yellow bag. Why would the airport not like that's gonna be me. Like, I know running this, through my brain. I I hope there's more, and they're just not releasing it yet. Keep Maybe an they're eye holding, out. which is fair because it, it is two years. COVID happened. I'm sure that's a big deal. It might be hard yeah. to get certain things done because a lot of offices were not in. Yeah, it's just not boding well that this is already like it looks bad. It looks bad. It looks yeah. really bad. It's been over a year. Not not bad. Like well, bad with a. It looks Pauline. really bad that you're not addressing it. Yes, for mm-hmm. a person of color a person of non-white descent a person who identifies or identified as transgender like all of that is just not doing well for you dallas is just not doing well for you when did this episode come out that's it's in april isn't it never mind yeah because may is um asian american and pacific islander heritage oh we're appreciation month heritage month Never mind. This is April, so we're just we're pre-celebrating, bringing some much-needed attention to a case that obviously has been fucking overlooked. There yeah, we go again. I, I mean, person. I didn't hear about it until I happened to stumble I've, across I've it. So yeah, haven't heard of this. So yeah, thank you for bringing it. Crazy. To that guy that disappeared our... in the bar in Ohio gets all the talks, but this. Whatever. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. yeah, I know you're talking about. Jeez. But thank you. I will be looking. Yes. Hopefully, Oof. hopefully, I have updates sooner rather than later but ready. we will see do you have one yet uh no <laughs> wait 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 pause do you have one now <laughs> no Karen, you suck i know i can feel her like Sorry. rolling up that window between like the front and back seats of the car like and the privacy wait, partition partition driver roll up the partition please <laughs> oh i do not know what that's called Sarah! I know what song it's from, but it's not what I thought that said. Oh, drive What'd a roll up the partition, please. What do you think it said? Something about driving up a driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Miss heard I lyrics. I, I feel like I knew partition, but I imagine like rolling up my partition driveway and I was like, dang, it must be a long driveway. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sing you some more yeah. songs so we can figure out your lyrics. Oy. Ooh. 
on that note, like Morgan said, yeah. you can send us other story requests mm-hmm. um, at our email, sinistersunraisepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I got one. Actually, I got a DM, though. So, Ooh. yeah. So, Ooh, I have one. slide DM. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can always do that, too. So, brother, story you want us to talk about in later episodes, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Instagram at Sinister Sunrise Podcast mm-hmm. and Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. All the places. Um, yep. We do have a fabulous TikTok that ooh, ooh. TikTok don't stop. Yes, Sarah makes awesome videos at Sinister underscore Sunrise <laughs> underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. If you can't hear it, Erin is only bowing her head at the underscore, so I can remember. It helps yeah. me. Boom. I have like a Sinister underscore. Yes, yeah. yeah I have a movement. Like, yeah. You bob your head with your hand. Do 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 do. Whereas <laughs> our TikTok trend for a dance, just wait. Yeah, it's fine. It's all about being sinister. Oh, yeah. And lastly, don't forget to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us nice things. Give us a one-word review. We don't really care. Just say something, Mm -hmm. and we will shout you out Mm -hmm. on an episode. We will. Yeah. Anything I missed? I don't think so. No? That's it. Awesome. All right. And that's episode 63, guys. Woo! Thank you. 